And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the second hour of the Rural Survival Show right here on the Republic Broadcasting Network. We are on Saturday, 7 May, 2022. Your hosts are Tim Spencer and Rick Schmidt. And Rick, the call-in number, or call-in lines are open. We have a green board right now, or slick board, I should say, too much of that time in submarines, 512-248-8252. Now I guess we can go ahead and finish talking about uh, whatever it was we were talking about. I was multitasking during the break. I forgot. Um, I actually, uh, yeah, what were we talking about? It wasn't coffee. Um. Yeah. Oh, I told that silly little oh, story were... about the Russians stealing John Deere tractors. Well, well, which which is probably one of the most practical things that they've done uh, up to this point. Um, yeah, everybody would just love to have, you know, some John Deere green running around. Um, the um, use one of those. Use one of those to go to church in instead of a Kubota around here. Around here, they think you were rich. Um, yeah. Know, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we were talking about, you know, uh, Ukraine and, and, and Russia. Uh, of course, you know, unintended consequences, we've already said, were, you know, uh, they're one of the world's foremost suppliers of, of things like, you know, wheat. And then, of course, we had the the oil and gas thing, the fertilizer problem. There are, speaking of which, there are, uh, what should I say, formal discussions happening right now um, where they're talking about formally backing the um, the ruble. What they said was, what the ministry said was, with gold and other commodities. Um, right. Well, they're actually, really necess- Rick, let me interrupt you. Uh, straight from the LBMX, what they're putting out is that Russia is paying a hundred, excuse me, one hundred and thirty-four U.S. dollars over the LBMX and uh, COMEX spot price for gold right now, and they plan on backing all their commodity purchases with gold. Also, therefore. People are selling to the Russians and not going through the COMEX or the LBMX because they get more money for it by selling to Russia. And, of course, that is making the ruble much more stable and worth a whole lot more at the same time as far as its buying power. So I just thought, oh, and the other thing, LBMX is saying last week, they only ran 2.4 to 3 tons of gold through uh, the LBMX each day. And that is minuscule when you look at the hundreds of tons sold last week. So I just wanted to throw that out there. No, good stuff. Um, yeah, uh, so, you know, we see, you know, we see that it's kind of like the guy who, fell out of the hotel window, and every time he passed another floor, he was heard to say, so far, so good. Um, we're, yeah. going to, we're going to have a situation at some point where all this uh, suddenly uh, comes into focus, um, and it's going to be fascinating. Um, I think, you know, this is clearly... I wouldn't even I wouldn't even call it asymmetric warfare. It's just common sense what the Russians what they're doing is just just common sense. Um, right. Every time somebody has tried this in the past, uh, whether you know it's one of these Egyptian like Mohammed yeah, they're immediately murdered because you know the um, the Federal Reserve is not going to let you go into competition uh, with them. So what they'll do 
is they'll just put the hit out on you. They'll say something interesting like, oh, weapons of mass destruction or whatever, you know, overrun your country and chase you down and find you hide in the sewer and kill you. That's that's how they'll handle it. Now, they're not going to be able to do that that I know of to Vladimir Putin. It's just very, very unlikely that they're going to get by with anything like that. So, and, and by the way, I'm quite certain uh, that they've anticipated a move of that nature. Oh yeah. However, however, what we can what we can infer from this, and uh, it would be uh, naive to think that this is going anywhere else, but this would be the 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 death the death knells of the petrodollar. Uh, at some point, I would imagine, oh, man, who really knows? But, it, you know, it could be later this year or next year. But at some point, um, these chickens are going to all come home to roost, and uh, people are going to recognize the United States dollar for, you know, basically what it is, which is right. just just a few, few just a few pennies, that's all. As far as the full faith and credit of blah, 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 well, uh in my opinion, um, only idiots actually hold that view. Uh, I think well, it is the, hilarious. The credit for the United States is about gone, and I don't know uh, after this Afghanistan fiasco that anybody, including any other country, has faith in the United States. Certainly not in our president. So I think that full faith and credit thing uh, is just a joke, really. Well, I'm, what I'm really talking about are people here in the United States who um, are sleeping through it all. You know, they they think that a dollar is a dollar, uh, you know, because it acts like a dollar. But, um, you know, at some point I think you're going to find... Uh, you're going to wake up one day and your pet hyena is going to have you by the throat. And you should have been, you should have been kind of expecting that. Um, right. I, I've said it before and I always think it's funny. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein created this gigantic monster of great strength, uh, thinking that he was going to control it and this thing was going to do his bidding. And the very first thing it did was stand up and snap his neck. That's, that's kind of, in my opinion, the definition of arrogance. But we will find, we will find um, one day you're going to wake up and it's just, you're going to say, you're going to say, what the hell just happened? Well, it didn't just happen. It's just that you just realized something was happening. Right. You're just, well, you're just, you're just showing up at the party when the punch bowl is gone. That's all. Yeah. Well, let me interject something here, Rick. You've noticed how that MasterCard, PayPal, I think Amazon now, and a lot of these other big operators are accepting Bitcoin. There's a reason for this other than convenience. The majority of the market, of their markets, it is much easier to pay in the local currency. I think they're getting this Bitcoin payment or uh, crypto payment system set up so that when the dollar and I believe simultaneously almost all the other current fiatsies take a dive to no value, that everything's in place where these major companies can still do business. What do you think? Oh, no, I believe that's the case. Uh, so far, uh, you know, we've heard uh, any number of theories about, you know, why is the stock market, why, why is Bitcoin uh, somehow tethered uh, to the stock market? And most of the times when the stock market takes a whack, uh, so does Bitcoin. Um, and so at this I think point, it's people covering their margins. Well, I've heard that, and then I've heard other things like, um, like uh, it's it has a lot to do with the the leveraged traders uh, with their derivatives uh, that are that are moving it around. Well, you know, this to me 
makes almost no sense. Uh, you know, to me, it's it's like suggesting it's like suggesting that physical silver and paper silver are somehow related. And you know, not in the slightest. Maybe emo- well, maybe maybe emotionally they are, but but in reality, they have nothing to do with each other. But but um, but I just heard the uh, the economic ninja say this morning that when the stock market finally uh, rolls over uh, and goes under the waves, um, Bitcoin uh, might get momentarily caught in a wake in a swirl, but um, but will not follow. Uh, will not follow the stock market. Um, if anything, Bitcoin, gold, and silver will start going in the other direction. And Agree. <clears throat> that wouldn't surprise me because people are so stupid, people are so thick-headed that they'll actually wait for this cataclysmic event before they search around and try to find the exit. And that's just that's just way too late. Just way too well, late. Well, I agree. And then you've got people. These are the people that get to me. And I've talked to some people in the silver and gold business. People call up expecting to pay a little premium, like on gold. They expect to pay a three or four dollar premium per ounce. Oh, it's a screamer. That's funny. You know. Right now, the cheapest premium I have found on gold, even in 100-ounce bars or kilo bars, is, I think it was $68.90 over spot. And that was the cheapest I could find. You know, and that, and with Russia saying they'll buy every ounce of gold that's presented to them for $134 over spot right now. Right, right. You know, that baseline where they, quote, peg the ruble to gold. Yeah. They're paying, they're willingly paying that plus the premium. You know? Well, in Japan now, where the yen is in free fall, we see that gold is there way, way above uh, any price that we've seen anywhere else right now. So, um, you know, which would, would indicate to me that you know, people over there are are rushing for the exit. But you know, why didn't why didn't you buy why didn't you buy the gold six months or a year ago? Why did you wait until your currency was worthless uh, to try to trade it in? That's just stupid. You know, if you're going to sell your house, don't set it on fire and then sell it a week later. You know, right. that's 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 just childish. You know, you 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 got it. And you know what? And I and I guess is it possible? that this all has to do with people's inherent laziness. Everything is, everything can be done tomorrow. Don't you know that? Yeah. Whatever. Oh yeah. Never do today. Never do today. What could be put off until tomorrow and then say it again the next day. And then it's next week. It's next month. It's next year. And pretty soon you're standing around with pockets full of money that don't mean anything. And you have, you, you've been, you've been fleeced. You've been fleeced by experts at that point. And yeah. I hate to say it, but you, you you're getting what you deserve. Well, I agree. You know, yeah. uh, I got a little bit of static, not from my wife, but other members of my family, where the money I made when I was selling those masks went away real quick. But people didn't know what I did with it. I didn't throw yeah. it away. No, we well. went tools ammunition, food, you know, more silver, and stuff like that. Actually, I'm sitting better now than I was when I had all that cash. So, you know, yeah, yeah. it's hard right now, but I've got the assets that count. Yeah, 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 and so... So, you know, it's interesting, too, just this week, Gregory Manorino, the Robin Hood of Wall Street, is is warning. He thinks that there will be uh, an 80% market crash, a credit freeze, 
and no cash at the bank. But, you know, like he said, it's not there now anyway. You've got Christine Lagarde telling countries to spend, 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 and then spend some more. They're trying desperately right. to keep this Ponzi scheme afloat. Um, they're the... Manuf- yeah, manufacturing, farming, uh, logistics, leisure, commodities, um, all these things, all these, all these things um, have been taken out of the United States and basically sold by people like the Clintons to other countries. And of course, now, now the word on the street is that somehow Russia did it all. Uh, that's that's was never the case. Um, Mike Rowe had a very very he's there's another guy that can run for president and win. Mike Rowe, the guy from yeah. Dirty Jobs, uh, he's got a new show coming out. Um, I forget that it's another name. It's something like <clears throat> that's the way, that's the way we do it or whatever. But he was talking about uh, the people. Uh, who uh, made him the man that he is, and he was talking about influential people in his life. Now, I didn't know this, but uh, he essentially, I think his dad was a minister, uh, and so and this guy is just incredibly well-spoken, but he had a, a kind of a, a, a funny uh, little video the other day I saw. I was like watching because it's entertaining. It was called Man Babies and, and Starbucks Shelters. <laughs> Starbucks. Okay. Starbucks, Starbucks, as you know, has now opened their stores. Uh, you don't have to buy anything to come in and use so the um, So now they're going to, or sit around. You can come in and just lounge around, use the bathrooms, do whatever. So basically, this is going to turn out to be uh, daycare for the homeless. And I don't know if you yeah. have any idea what a group of homeless people would do to your John in the course of a day, but I will say this. Um, first of all, uh, I'm not convinced that the ladies are going to be safe using that bathroom. Uh, I'd make sure that I was uh, well attended by, by, a, um, by, by a healthy male who checked out John before I go in. The other thing is sanitation is going to go to hell in a handbasket. And, you know, and then, well, you know, these I think people, these people. This will resort, result, Rick, in everybody simply using a drive-thru. That, that's the end result. Well, you know, I, I, re- I, reckon, I reckon so. But a lot of people, you see a lot of people, including members of my family, will actually go in with the computer, uh, sit down, um, pull up the hotspot, and sit there and drink coffee and do their work. Uh, I guarantee that's over. Um, and the other thing that I would say is, is that uh, you watch what you watch the. Okay, so you're the you're the head of a major major corporation, and you're watching uh, Disney basically. Um, I don't want to say. Um, well. Poop in their Easter basket is what I is what we call it around here. Uh, there must be a better term. Yeah. Cutting off your nose, yeah. Well, cutting off your nose to spite your face doesn't really quite say it, but you know, basically, uh, basically falling on your own sword. I guess that would be um, right. the way to put it. The um, you see this, and there here's this this CEO um, who way back during the Muslim invasion said, well. You don't like Muslims? Fine, we'll hire 10,000 of them. Why do we want 10,000 Muslims out, uh, baristas at the Starbucks? So now now we got I this don't. going on. Well, there uh, they do have they do have some sanitation issues. Um, the uh, yeah, but you now you get this the, the the statement get woke and go broke. Uh, Disney uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, they probably just cost themselves Man, I don't know how many millions, how many tens of millions of dollars a year with their nonsense. And now we got right, Starbucks. Rick. Question. Question. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have grandchildren. I have grandchildren. 
I even got a place to stay for free, right? Pretty much beside Disney World. Okay? Yeah. My sister-in-law's house. Okay. Now, would you take your grandchildren to Disney World now? Hopefully they've already been there. Um, I'd really rather, I'd rather not. I probably, I would probably, uh, Rent a condo at Lake of the Ozarks and a and a uh, big party boat. I'd probably I'd probably rather do that. Um, you know, the other thing about going to Disney World is I've been there. Uh, it's not all it's cracked up to be. You do a lot of standing yeah. line. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's basically um, I don't know. It's what what will we call it? It's a social phenomenon of some sort. But as far as I mean, they do have some interesting stuff like Epcot. But but no, no. I mean, we you, you can have just as much fun uh, spending a week uh, on a lake, uh, swimming, swimming and fishing, and doing all of those things. You don't you don't need to go to Disney World. And by the way, I'm only going to guess that you'd probably save fifty percent by renting a condominium and and a a twenty five foot party boat. Uh, as opposed to going to Disney World, you're talking about a lot of money here too. Uh, not to mention the fact well, I don't that know. you are. I have not been to I have not been to Disney World since its opening day. That was my last well, trip to Disney World. Well, you and know I it's going to cost thousands. Yeah, you know it's going to be ghastly expensive. I mean, get, getting there, okay. For most people, it involves travel. Uh, you know, whether or not you want to drive or take there, it probably depends on where you live. But then you've you've got to stay someplace, and then of course there's the uh, there's the entrance fees, um, you know, and it's just it's going to be just one inconvenience after another, and incredibly expensive. So no, not really. I mean, there are there are other ways to have fun. Um, here's a classic example. So yesterday uh, I made for dinner scallops, and I went out and got uh, some of my own asparagus uh, from the garden. And i got to tell you, um, the the scallops were ridiculously expensive, and, and the asparagus was free. I cannot actually tell you which one was better. Um, they were excellent both, different, yes, but if, if I would have had uh, a chicken filet with, the asparagus, I wouldn't have necessarily missed the scallops. So what I'm saying is, is that if you're having a lot of fun, does it really matter how you're doing it or where? I mean, anything will do no. as long as it's a lot of fun. No. So, so you know, think rather than give your money to Disney, which in my opinion is kind of appalling. Find somebody. Find some other way to entertain yourself. I agree. Now, you know, if I had an all-expenses-paid trip, no gas money to worry about, no, not paying for tickets at, you know, uh, Disney or anything like that, I still wouldn't go, Rick. Right. I, I just have well, no desire. Same with SeaWorld. Well, it's, well, I mean, okay, I think you. what you mean is just on principle. No, I don't. I don't think we have. I don't think yeah. anybody that I know has ever agreed with the politics. And I think I feel the same way about about Amazon. But um, there are things about about Amazon which are, in many cases, practically unavoidable. Um, we find that yeah, many of the many of the things that I need or want just aren't available anywhere around here. Um, it's just it's just the way it is. Right. So there are some there are some things that you may not agree with somebody's politics, and you know if you were a lefty, if you were a lefty, uh, you would you would immediately say I don't agree with your politics. Not only am I not going to do business with you, I want you dead. Um, you know, people like me were kind of like, well, you know, I don't like your politics, but I, but your business model is real good, so you know. 
I'll trade this for that. Right. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, each person, each person basically has to kind of, kind of make up their mind, uh, how they want to handle things. Um, so changing subjects slightly, um, the, um, it is, it is widely, said that science never discovered a thing, all they can do is observe, uh, which is a funny thought because that is what they do. I mean, basically, science just looks at what God did and examines it and then tries to explain it to you. That, that's, that's what science, that's what a science uh, yeah. teacher is doing, is, you know, there are no discoveries, um, they're just observations. Um I want to, two things with two things, three things with regard to gardening that I want to get in here. Um, sure. Lazy Dog, Lazy Dog Farms uh, did a, um, a, a YouTube this week uh, called No Till. Um, what was it? Something like I love it and I hate it or, or you know, why to and why not to. Uh, or love hate like relationship with No Till. That could be it. Um, yeah. And, you know, he's talking about you know, basically the one-size-fits-all theory. Uh, and he said that he's got three no-till beds, and he likes them for certain reasons, but there are other other things about it that are disadvantageous, uh, you know, things like uh, water retention. You know, the, the, the stuff tends to drain out rather quicker than, than, um, than a conventional... Uh, soil would, but then again, that might just be because his beds are newer. I mean, I think one of his beds is three years old. One's maybe two of them are two years old, something like that. And when he gets, when he, he looks to me like as he scrapes back the compost, he can only get down about three or four inches before he hits the native soil. So, you know, at some point, so what what he's talking about is he's having a difficult time getting his uh, transplants uh, to hook up because he's got to water them constantly because uh, the compost really just doesn't hold uh, the moisture the way uh, the way a conventional bed would. Uh, but then again, on the other hand, uh, there are advantages uh, to it. Um, it's um, you would say, well, you know, there's less weed pressure, of course. Because you're not flipping, you're not you're not turning over the dirt and exposing weed seeds. But then again, on the other hand, you you have the responsibility every fall of overlaying it with a bunch of compost. So it's you know it's it's kind of a give and take deal. Um, and he even said he's using the Charles Dowding method, which I guess I guess that guy is like about biggest proponent of of no-till, and he does very well. Uh, he does very well, but his beds. Are incredibly mature. So, but there is uh, something here I want to mention. Amazon, there. Well, I mentioned this before, but it's that time of year again. Amazon has what's called the brass siphon feeder, um, and I they're in the neighborhood of twenty dollars. Yeah. These things are worth their weight in gold. Uh, if you've got a bunch of stuff to feed, um, this um, is absolutely the way to do it. I mean, you mix up a food concentrate in a bucket, carry it with you to an area, and you you use the we'll be back. Yep, we'll be back in about three minutes minutes, folks. Call in number five one two two four eight eight two five two. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's just a few. Carrie, great product, and I will continue to use. I've been taking it for over a year now. I'm 60 and feel great. I would highly recommend this product to anyone over the age of 40. Amazon customer, five stars. I'm quite happy about it. Extendivite has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs, and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. Amazon customer, 
Five stars. Great product I use regularly, and I rarely get sick. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You know that nothing beats a storable food stockpile for readiness. But there are two problems with storable food. It's expensive, and eventually, it runs out. Then what? What happens to you or your family when there's not enough food to go around? In a true survival scenario, you need a renewable food source. That's why Seed Armory has developed a survival-grade seed vault that can produce over $25,000 worth of crops from just one kit. Unlike other seed vaults, we don't inflate our seed counts with fillers. All our seeds are 100% heirloom and non-GMO. Not a green thumb? Don't worry. We've written an easy-to-follow guide to guarantee your success from planting to harvest. For a limited time, we're offering an additional 10% off your order when you enter the code RBN at checkout. Go to SeedArmory.com. That's SeedArmory.com. Don't wait. Like everything else. Seeds are in short supply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Rural Survival Show right here on Republic Broadcasting Network. Today is Saturday, the 7th day of May in the year of our Lord, 2022. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day. Rick, we've got a caller on the line. We have got Jim in Tennessee on line three. Good morning, Jim. Are you there, Jim? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. No, you are on the air, sir. Okay. Yeah, we were talking, uh, as you guys were talking about the dollars being worth nothing, which is, you know, probably going to happen. Well, I was on Mike Rivera's show about a day or two ago. He was talking about how Zillow's stock uh, went down really big because they issued a dire housing warning. But I was wondering, how is that going to affect house prices if, it would seem like if the dollars become worthless, it would drive the price of houses up. But it could go the other way. So I wanted to get your guys' opinion on that. Well, you know, if if the currency truly becomes worthless, you know, a trillion times zero still equals zero. Uh, there will have to be some other medium ex- of exchange other than the dollar. Uh, Rick, what do you think? 
Well, in the short in the short run, um, the housing prices, of course, basically have been oh uh, inflated, inflated because uh, because of the uh, low interest rates. The, we've had right such such low interest rates for housing loans for such a long time that it's creating a bubble, um, and so what, what you've got is people who who may may have may have kept the house they were in, but um, you know they're looking around and saying, well, you know, we can sell this house uh, for an inflated price, and we can go buy something else, and and these interest rates are so low, we can actually uh, get a better house uh, than the one we have. Um, but now that interest rates have gone from I think about three percent to around six percent since December. Um, right. I don't know if you've I don't know if you've ever seen what one percentage point does to a payment on a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, but it adds hundreds of dollars per month. And if you do that, you know, add three points. Uh, now you're changing. Now you're uh, you're raising the price of houses. Up to buying a house to the point where people are starting not to buy them, and we've got these loan officers at various large institutions. Um, was it, oh man, I don't know if it was Wells Fargo or who has literally laid hundreds of loan officers because there's no business. Um, so what? What of course will happen then? There is that the um, the price of the house will have to come down in order for the person who has the house to get rid of it. They will, and interest rates aren't finished going up, but so in order right. to, to move that house, they'll have to drop the price. So, yeah, for the short run, you're going to see housing prices come down. What in the world is going to happen uh, when the value of the dollar uh, drops lower than it is is quite difficult for me to predict. I will say, I will say this oddly: one of the richest men uh, in Weimar, Germany, after the collapse, was a guy who was using hyperinflated dollars to buy real estate. Now, how this works? Uh-huh. This is not my area. This is not my area of expertise, and you know, I'm not certain. Uh, I'm not certain how that's done. Um, but, you know, perhaps there was a lag time there that he was taking advantage of between the, uh, between the, uh, property values and the collapse of the currency. He might have been converting precious metals to worthless dollars, you know, uh, and then using that for real estate. I don't know how it was done, but I do know that, that, um, the price of the house will, will not will not rock, continue to rise. Uh, well, that's so hard to say. I mean, okay, so the stock market, as the dollar collapses, it is opined that the stock market will actually melt up <clears throat> for a while. For a while, It'll melt up, not down. Right. Then, then it'll explode and go down in flames. So you're, I think, in my opinion, you're talking about kind of a moment-to-moment situation or a day-to-day deal. And when it comes to when it comes to predicting uh, t- the timing of these events, I just I can't do it. I really don't know how that'll play out. Well, hey, I wanted to add another variable to this, and that is the fact that what if the prices do start to come down, and that's by design by these firms like BlackRock and whatever who's getting all this money for free, right. and they can come right. in and just buy everything up. For, for they're not they're, they don't have to go out and work for it like we do, and then you know just continue to, just to drive the prices up, and then it'll knock out a lot of people, and then there'll be all these renters like uh, Klaus Schwab wants with his Klingon suit. Well, that's they did that. No wait, they uh, BlackRock was probably the single largest purchaser of residential property in the in the nation. Yeah, and all they did was sit on sit on it a few years. And of course, they made out like a bandit. They were taking all these, these, uh, these people who 
were 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 uh, foreclosed on. Well, that's that's another thing you're going to be looking at. Uh, anybody, these people with these with these adjustable rate mortgages, they're probably losing their houses right now, right and left. Uh, mm-hmm. You and I may not know anybody, but I guarantee there are people out there who who took that bait, who you know, who took a two and a half percent loan uh, last year, right? Uh, an adjustable, and now it's at six, and now they can't hustle more. Yeah, it's going to hurt the people with variable rate loans first, but then anybody that's sitting on the fence and I'm ready to buy right now and then the rates go up, it's going to knock them out. But I was looking at a chart. I went on to uh, Zero Hedge and looked at the mortgage rates. If you look at the chart over the past, since about 2009, it looks a lot. You, You watch it go all the way down, down, it trends down, trends down. And then this year, a sharp spike up, and that'd be my, some, uh, that might be something you want to look at this chart. And it is almost close to, let me enlarge this chart here, it's almost close to the 2009 or 2008 high. We're almost there. If you look back, yeah. maybe history is repeating itself. If you look at that chart, it's sure. sharply up from, uh, what, just this, at the end of 2021 up to 22. Now, I heard it was in the fives now, but you said six. That's probably pretty <clears> close, but. From from two something, or three something right. to thirty. So yeah, it's just interesting. It's it's kind of like in uh, the Weimar Republic, you had to have a wheelbarrow to buy a loaf of bread. So you might need a lot of dollars to buy a house. That's why I was thinking is correlation, but it's really hard to tell, like you said, how it could go either way. Uh, thanks for your answer. Well, I think I think yeah. if you want a lot of dollars. Uh, I think what you would do is temporarily park some money in uh, in an asset that's going to go exponential when the dollar collapses, and then uh-huh. you know. In fact, in fact, the way the way this is supposed to work, and I've never done it before because of obvious reasons. But the um, what's supposed to happen is you're supposed to sit on some precious metals, uh, and when at which point everything kind of collapses around you, uh, every the value of everything basically deteriorates, and then as we're coming out of this on the other side, uh, the, your prices of your metals will start to come down, and that is when you would take your metals and convert them back into something else, like real estate or maybe even the stock market if you feel like it. But that's you're supposed to only ride that train uh, till it gets you where you want to go, and then you got to get off and change trains. Yeah, well, I already have the metals taken care of, but I have, I'm trying to have some cash for a house, and I want to kind of, I'm thinking maybe I should go ahead and use it before the dollar gets too far devalued, but then it's really hard to tell which way this housing market's going to go, you know, because it's crazy everywhere in the country, <clears> everywhere. <throat> you you should yeah. buy a small house like in Arkansas for 50, 60 grand, everything's 150 to 250 now for basic houses. Well, it's a bubble. It's a bubble, and uh, I do think that it, as we're watching interest rates continue to rise, um, I think that I think you're going to see it. I think you're going to see it not just start to leak, but maybe even to pop. Um, I watched the wait. I mean, we had a little condo that we were bought and we were running out, and I paid like a hundred and a uh, hundred and thirty-seven for it. It was a little attached thing. And within a year, uh, it was down to like 85 or 90. It lost all kinds of value in one year. So these bubbles do pop. They do pop. Yes, they do. I agree. It's pretty high right now, even though it's probably a different strategy on how they're doing things. Like we were talking BlackRock. They could have a new strategy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll just drive it up. Well, and we get the money for nothing. It's printed up and given it to us free. No, uh, no interest on it. But uh, all right, uh, thanks for your answers. And it's a good thing to look at. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Okay, Uh, Rick, we've got about five minutes before the first break, and then we got five minutes on the other side of the break. Uh, Okay. Where do we want to go now? Well, feeding, it's time to make sure you're continuing to feed your garlics and your onions because it's that time of the year. They're heavy feeders, and then unless you want golf ball size onions, you, you need to shoot the nitrogen to them, and so you can use um, 
you can use a balanced fertilizer would be just fine. Some people will even use 3400. I I don't know that that's necessary, but you know any any balanced fertilizer with a decent um, with a decent nitrogen rating will will work. Um, uh, fig trees uh, are a point of interest for me. Um, yeah. Now I'm in I'm in zone five B, um, but there are a number of fig trees that uh, technically I can keep alive. Um, and what these things will do in my zone, if, if assuming you heavily mulch them, uh, if you've got, uh, I mean it's not unusual temperatures to get into single digits here so um you're going to have to you know mulch them like you know a foot deep really around it and make sure that that stays there and doesn't get pressed down but um the um these the list of suspects looks like this uh the chicago hardy is is one uh, they will come back. They will come back the following year. Is basically uh, a large bush, and they right. will actually bear fruit. They will bear fruit uh, that year. Uh, you would think, oh, you know, that that couldn't happen, but it does. Uh, there's another one, Texas Everbearing. That's another one. Another one is called Celeste. Um, Celeste has these. It's an interesting plant. It has these large. Uh, heavily fingered, tropical-looking leaves. Uh, Celeste and White Marseille uh, is in Marseille, France. White Marseille, both of these things have just drop-dead gorgeous foliage. And even if you didn't, even if you did get figs, uh, it still makes uh, one heck of a statement. It's It turns into this bush that's like six feet by six feet, uh, covered with these Great, big, pretty, weird leaves. Looks very yeah. tropical. Um, the other one is probably the most common fig in the United States, the brown turkey. Um, very, uh, very common. One of the better tasting figs. Um, the uh, And then there's the LSU purple. Uh, that was something that was developed by LSU Ag Department. Um these, all of these figs have uh, somewhat different flavor profiles. Um, some of them are called uh, berry-like. Some of them have a kind of a berry-type flavor, and a lot of times they're actually like the color of a raspberry inside. And some of them are called brown sugar types. So, you know, um, if if you're... In making an attempt to create an environment where you could have food available, um, if you've got room for some fig trees and you can cope with the deer problems, um, this would probably be, of course, they come back year after year, assuming you take right. care of them. But, but you know, they yield they yield a lot of fruit. It's, it's actually a little shocking what these things are capable of yielding. Uh, but they're also they're also ornamental. So, you know, and you can get you can get uh, these um, starts. You can get these these um, clones that a lot of people uh, like. Even Lazy Dog Farms right now, right now he's got ten left, which he isn't going to put up on the website until tomorrow morning. Uh, that might have been this morning. That might have been. I'd have to see when. Anyway, the point is. Uh, he is just—he is cloning cuttings off his own bushes. So right. you're going to get—you're you're going to get a stick that's six or eight inches tall with leaves on it. But um, within a couple of years, you know, you've got a—they're very quick growing. Within a couple of years, you've got a full-size bush on your hands that's producing uh, figs. So that—that—that that, that to me, uh, I'm, I'm all in favor of, you know. If you if you can if you can plant something that looks good and produces food, uh, I think that is is great. Um, the it's that time, buddy. Oh. 
That's what I thought. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to go now for our last break. We'll be back in about three minutes to close out the show. Uh, if you waited this long to call, no time, folks. We'll be right back. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong part and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. back ladies and gentlemen it's time for us to close out the show uh rick you go ahead and start buddy yeah so dinesh d'souza uh he has a new movie coming out which um i've seen the teasers kind of interesting it's called 2000 mules and he's, he's talking about uh basically the little helpers that um helped commit election fraud during the last election uh he's got films of people doing illegal activities and a lot of this stuff is stuff that stuff that is not was not admissible the courts wouldn't allow it um so that's that should be interesting when you get to see that the other thing uh is that all these uh electric hand tools like screw guns and everything they're all going to brushless and brushless uh is a huge step forward um yeah any any tools, yeah, any of these tools with that use brushes, those brushes always wind up wearing out or burning up, especially if you're doing something 
that has a heavy load to it. Uh, so these 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 tools with brushes uh, are on sale. Uh, I'm advising you don't buy those. Uh, I'm save up and get yourself the new brushless stuff. Um, Holy Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And to you, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all of the other evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. Thank I say you, unto you. Very appropriate. Yeah. Very appropriate. Well, yeah, it seems like it. Folks, like I said, next week's going to be a replay, unfortunately. Just unable to do the show next week. That's all there is to it. But anyway, uh, two weeks from now, we will be back live. I really can't wait. I enjoy doing this show a lot. But uh, anyway, folks, if you would, pop by RuralSurvival.life, RuralSurvival.life, Take a look around. Uh, you know, some of our sponsors could really use the help, and they do help us also. But uh, I think there's only one sponsor that actually pays the money, but uh, the rest of them help us in other ways. But anyway, folks, keep your head on a swivel. Pay attention to what's going on around you. You know, uh, and be discerning in what you believe. The mainstream media is really, really going out there with some wild tales that have no basis in truth whatsoever. Uh, just, like I said, be aware. And uh, pray a lot. I mean a whole lot. Uh, I do. Believe me, I do. And uh, prayer works. Don't you agree, Rick? Nope, I think Rick already dropped yes, off. Yes, yes it, yes, it works. I use it all the time. It's one of my better tools. It's brushless. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's my, uh, my primary tool, believe me. It really is. So, um, you're going to get a bunch of chores done next week, right, Rick? Oh, my God. I would I would dream that I would. Um, yeah, yeah. That's uh, for the rest of this whole day. Uh, for the rest of this whole day, I would be working my butt off. And by the way, for goodness sake, do not forget tomorrow is Mother's Day. Do not get caught with your pants down. Um, well, that didn't sound good. Do, uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, make sure, make sure you got something for the little woman or your mom, uh, otherwise things aren't going to go so well. You got the That's rest of the day sure. to handle it. And I don't mean from Walgreens either. Think, think about this. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks. Yep. Hope you guys have a good week coming up. Like I said, keep your head on a swivel. Remember to pray daily, if not constantly. So, you guys have a good one. Bye-bye. Public Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. truth, truth.